Hey, listeners. Before we get into today's episode, if you enjoy this podcast and would like to support us by becoming a paid subscriber, you can do that by clicking on a locked episode and following the instructions, or you can click on a link in the description. We are creating special content and are planning to add more and more special perks for paid subscribers, but either way, we appreciate you just listening to our podcast and supporting us in that way. Thank you so much, and let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Mark Massaro, <clears throat> and I am still all by myself. So I won't take offense if you want to tune out now because Michelle's not here and this is like half of a podcast, right? So <laughs> sorry about that. I just like, you know, bringing you guys stuff and I just had some some stuff on my mind and thought that some people might benefit from from hearing what I've been thinking about. And um, but, you know. We'll get to that in, in a short in a short little bit here. <clears throat> um, so I have uh, still been fighting off this respiratory thing. So please forgive me, you know, clearing my throat right right in your ear. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I did go to the doctor and got tested for strep and for COVID. Thankfully, both of those things came up as negative. So they gave me a Z pack and told me that um, you know I probably have some upper respiratory thing going on or whatever. And so, um, you know, starting to feel better from that, but forgive me when I <clears throat> clear my throat. Um, let me clear my throat. Anyways, uh, <laughs> it's so weird to, uh, be myself when I'm talking to myself. It feels kind of strange. Can you imagine, um, looking at yourself in the mirror and trying to make jokes? It's kind of how this feels a little bit. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just wanted to uh, come on here and let's see. What have I been up to? Um, I got to have a good conversation with my mother-in-law the other day. That's always great. My kids talked to her and um, told her what they've been up to. My daughter graduated speech therapy. Man, where's my high pitch? I've totally lost my 80s glam voice right now. Yeah. Yep. It's not there anymore. I used, I usually can hit a much higher pitch than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, I'm just over here cracking myself up. Don't mind me. Um, but that was lovely. Loved, love my mother-in-law and love talking to her. I just feel so blessed, um, that I still have her in my life and, and my father-in-law and brother-in-law and everybody, my sister-in-law, aunts and uncles. And I just feel so blessed, honestly. Um, so, so blessed that they still love me and want to be part of my life. And, um, I'm just so thankful for them. So, uh, that's always, always fun and positive. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Haven't had a chance to see my girlfriend yet. Uh, we went to West Virginia last. That's still the last time I saw her, but, um, she should be coming for a visit, I think next week. Um, so that's exciting. That's something that I always look forward to, which is great. And let's see. Yep. I think that's about it because, you know, just cleaning and normal boring stuff, but, um, nothing, Nothing super exciting that I can think of off the top of my head. I haven't done any big projects or anything, but I'm just, you know, plugging away, going through life. So um, so what I wanted to talk to you guys about today or with you about is um, the fact that it's not always rainbows and sunshine. And I just wanted to acknowledge that, you know, Michelle and I don't always just, we, it's not like we just like, have this thing figured out and that we don't have our own like grief moments and stuff that come up. 
we just choose to make a Christian uplifting podcast because um, we feel like the need is there. We feel like some people need to hear positive reinforcements and things like that. But I also don't want anybody to feel down on themselves because they don't relate to what we're feeling. They don't relate to our excitement in our new relationships or, um, you know, just whatever it might be. And so I just, you know, wanted to let you all know that it's, it's not always rainbows and sunshine for us either. And while the sadness is so much more spread out than it was, I still very much have my moments. Um, actually just earlier today, I was cleaning out a drawer in my desk and which used to be Lacey's desk. And this is a beautiful desk that her dad built for her. I'm actually sitting at it right now. Um, it's just beautiful oak and it's a very nice, well-built desk. Um, and uh, it was Lacey's. It was a gift to her, um, I believe, for graduating high school. Um, <clears throat> so, which is funny, I sat at this desk as I graduated high school because, you know, everybody graduates high school at 43 years old, right? That's how I roll. So, but anyways, I was cleaning out the drawer and I found some notes that I wrote to Lacey and, um, you know, and then that led me to a file of notes that she had written to me and that I've saved over all these years. And, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and read them all to you or anything, but like, I just opened this up and it said, um, thank you for always being great. Your awesomeness includes being loving, kind, patient, hardworking, dedicated, and the best mom and wife ever. P.S. Thanks for cooking, cleaning, doing laundry, and loving me. Thank you for the best years of my life. I love you. And uh, let's see. Lacey usually put it, put dates on things. Um, I think this was 2017. So <clears throat> a couple years before she got cancer. But um, I see those things. And it brings up a lot of hard feelings because the further you get from your marriage, it's just the way life is, the more things you forget. Um, and that's why I'm so thankful to have all these things that remind me and have people, family members that send me pictures when they come across them. And, um, you know, because it takes me back. Um, just reading that note right there, it takes me back to a particular place in my heart and in my mind. And, and, you get this overwhelming feeling of how much you miss them. So if you're in the beginning right now, your, <clears throat> your whole world every day is thinking about them 100% of the time and, and like, gosh, how much you wish you could just change it. And then, you know, as time goes by, depending, of course, as we've talked about what you do with that time, but um, you know, well, for the beginning season, you're just trying to survive. And so let's say once you survive, and you move into the next season of life. Now it becomes this overwhelming, like, I, like, I can't believe they're gone. Like, this can't be true. This can't be real. <clears throat> and then you go through different seasons and different seasons and different seasons. But as you go through these seasons and you get to the point that Michelle and I are at, where it's, um, let's see, it's not quite three years for Michelle. It's not three years for me yet, but it's getting really close to three years for Michelle. And uh, for me, it'll be three years in August. August 13th was when Lacey went home, 2020. So, um, you know, as you get further down the line like this, it's only natural that 
you know, things start feeling differently and, and you start feeling more positive and, and more ready for your future and things like that. And, but you still have these moments like Michelle, you've heard Michelle talk about um, this great analogy where at first it's just storm clouds overhead and there's no break in them at all. And then, and then, you know, you'll get this after, after some set period of time, whatever it might be, all of a sudden you'll see a little bit of blue sky go over you and some sunshine and it feels really good. And then the storm clouds come back and then there's a break in the clouds again. And this time it's a little bit longer and the sunshine lasts a little longer and it keeps that, that, um, that keeps happening for quite a while, that trend. And then eventually now where it's at for me is it's mostly blue skies. And occasionally though, a storm cloud will pass by and that's, you need to just feel those things and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to Tina that I still miss Lacey and that I still talk about her all the time. She's always part of our conversations and her husband, John is always part of our conversations um, because that's okay. Cause there was such a huge part of our life that we shouldn't have to pretend for anybody that, that we don't still miss them like crazy and love them a lot and wish things were different and, you know, all these different things. But, um, so I just, I just wanted you all to know that like, it's not always rainbows and sunshine and like the things that I saw Lacey go through were horrendous and just so terrible. And, you know, well, okay. Well, just, just as an example, I was in a meeting the other night, um, I was invited there by my daughter's school counselor and it's kind of like how we cope with things at home and um, what we do for our kids that are, you know, when they're having moments of anxiety or struggling. And honestly, a lot of the content, um, while it was very fascinating, it didn't really apply to me because a lot of it was for kids with bad behaviors. And that, fortunately, I don't struggle with that. My kids are excellent. Um, of course, they're kids. And of course, they do things that, you know, annoy the heck out of you sometimes, <laughs> but they're really good kids. They don't, they don't have temper tantrums. They don't get angry uh, to the point of like, you know, destroying things or anything like that. But, you know, my daughter does deal with a great deal of anxiety and, and she is a perfectionist and she wants to do everything right. And she panics when she doesn't. And so <clears throat> she has school counseling, the school counselor invited me to this event. And um, there was a moment where the lady giving the presentation started talking about how we as parents respond to their actions and to, you know, a little brother punching his sister or whatever. How do we respond to that? And he said, or excuse me, she said, well, maybe you just need to, you know, what, what you need to do is sometimes you need to step out of the situation. So tell your husband, say, Hey, I need a few minutes and 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 step aside and, and have him give you a big hug and just have him hold you and tell you everything's going to be okay. And list, that he's going to watch the kids for a few minutes um, or a half an hour, whatever it is. Um, and it struck me and I, I tried really hard not to cry and I, I held it together, but like my eyes definitely got really watery because I was like, there is no break. Like 
there is no break. There is nobody to, to hug me and tell me it's going to be okay as far as, and, and you know what I mean? Tina's amazing. Um, but you know, I'm talking about like a wife, like somebody who's there with you day in, day out, who's going through the grind with you. And, um, unfortunately Tina and I don't live close. So, you know, I can't just randomly say, Hey, I need a hug. And you know, that's not the most masculine say, thing to say ever, but so I guys need hugs too, you know, like <laughs> men have feelings too. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Again, I'm just cracking myself up over here, but, um, I totally had a moment in that meeting of like realizing that nobody in that room has been through what Lacey and I went through. And, and it makes you realize how, how rare it was for her to get cancer and die at 34 years old. Well, get cancer at 33, die at 34. Um, it's so uncommon, you know, and I just remember like trying not to look around the room, but when I noticed how many people were in there and they were all just nodding in agreement, like, you know, or elbowing their husband, like, Hey, see, I need a break sometimes or whatever. And like, I just had this moment of like, I'm doing everything by myself and I don't have that. And this doesn't apply to me. And so it gives you creep and yeah, you know, it could be considered a pity party or whatever, but sometimes you, you can't control when, you feel like um, you need a pity party, you know, um, it just like overwhelms you before you even have time to process it and think about the things that you are grateful for. I'm incredibly grateful for Tina, extremely like it just warms my heart every time I think about her. But, um, you know, unfortunately, at this stage in life, we can't be there for each other at every moment where we need each other. So many times we're giving each other, you know, virtual hugs over the phone. Um, and, and, you know, there's something special about physical touch, somebody reaching over and, and holding your hand and saying like, Hey, it's going to be okay. You know, or like, um, you know, it's okay that you're feeling this way. Just something about a hand on your shoulder that is just so comforting. And, and, and you know, and I, I'm blessed enough that I have a girlfriend that I'm in love again. And I know a lot of you still are in that you don't even have a Tina, so to speak. Um, even if they are far away, you are doing everything alone and you don't get a break. And, you know, I just want to acknowledge to you that like that Michelle and I, we very much um, portray uh, positivity and, uh, you know, a loving, good Christian, positive outlook on life. But I'll be the first to tell you that neither one of us always feel that way you know, we're, we're obviously human and, um, we go through the motions and, and we want to bring you guys something positive and encouraging. And, and a lot of times <clears throat> I know that the message is correct, but I don't always, I'm not always able to, to do the things that I say either, you know? And so I feel like the, um, I don't want you guys to hear the last episode, for example, or any of our other episodes for that matter, where we're talking about, you know, what, what did I call the last one? Um, building a new, creating a new life. I talk a lot about being positive. I do tend to live my life in a pretty positive light. That being said, I don't always feel that way. I go through feelings of loneliness, feelings of fear, 
feelings of uh, just wishing my life could be different. I wish I could be with Tina more, you know? Um, I wish that I wasn't parenting alone. That's totally unrelated, but I wish I wasn't parenting alone. I mean, I guess it's technically not unrelated, but like, I don't, um, you know, I miss Tina for me. I wish I was with Tina more for me. Um, but also I wish my kids had her around more often. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I go through seasons too. And so I don't want you to, to hear us and, and to think that like, because, you know, we're always so positive and upbeat and laughing and everything's so funny. We're having a good time and, um, that that's always how we feel. Um, cause it's not, but we should, I, I still think the information is valid that we should all be striving, of course, to be Christ-like, right? First and foremost, I think it's, I mean, gosh, even for, if anybody's listening, that's not a Christian, learn who Jesus was. You should still be Christ-like. He's a beautiful human being, one of the most um, amazing men that ever lived. Not one of the most, he was the most amazing man that ever lived. Um, and uh, just uh, a manly man and so tough and and strong and just perfect. He was perfect. And so we should all inspire to be that way. You know, he, he spoke up for women before it was cool. You know, like um, Jesus was, you know, a lot of, I've heard pastors say that Jesus was like the first, uh, you know, what would you say? Uh, pro woman, you know, he, he, you know, look at the woman at the well, like that wasn't normal in that time for, for men to interact with women and what a weird time to be alive. Right. But like, um, as, as we all know from history, um, that during a time of life, like women were looked at as lower class and as terrible it is that, as that is, it was the truth. Women were looked at as lesser than, and Jesus didn't do that. Jesus didn't treat them that way. And so of course, whether or not you're a Christian, we should all aim to be more Christ-like. That's my point. Um, but I don't always feel that way. Sometimes I wake up and, you know, I, I have a bad day and, um, you know, my kids are stressing me out or I'm stressed about something that's, you know, that's hard for me or, um, or I have grief moments or whatever it might be. Um, also, again, like I mentioned in the last episode, if you haven't heard episode one, go back and listen to it, but where I, where I share the story of what Lacey and I went through, but, um, I saw things that I will never unsee. I still see those things in my brain. I still see things sometimes. I mean, I, I don't want to get into details of that, but I, I've just seen really, really sad and heartbreaking things that um, it's really hard to wrap my mind around sometimes. It's hard to uh, remember those things and not just feel broken inside. And um, so I just want you to know that if you're going through a dark season and you don't have it in you to feel positive and you don't have it in you to smile yet, just to hang in there, you know, and and to just keep letting days go by and keep working on it, keep working on it. Um, keep leaning on the Lord and, and asking him to help you. Um, cause it's not, it's, this isn't an easy life that you've been handed. 
you've been dealt a crappy hand and it's sometimes hard it's it's you know it goes from the beginning that it's always hard to even now you know almost three years out it's still hard it's still sometimes hard um i very much accepted what has happened but either i'll see a memory or i'll see a video or i'll just remember something Lacey said or a joke that we shared an inside joke or whatever it is that's that's not funny to anybody else nobody else understands it but i still have little chimes in my head little songs that Lacey and i used to sing for each other an example um you know Lacey, <laughs> and like nobody else is gonna think this is funny i'm just warning you but one time Lacey left me this voicemail on my phone and she just said you're gonna get weird messages you're gonna get weird messages and then she hung up and that was it and i freaking thought it was like the funniest thing ever and so that just became a staple throughout our marriage of like just something you know we would do different spin-offs on it and you know how it is right like you you were all married and you know how you and your husband or you and your wife just have these little like inside things that are nobody else would know what it is nobody else would know what it is but to you guys it's it was special and it meant something um and uh it was something you built and together you know and then to like you know i just randomly get these weird little chimes in my head and i just start thinking about her and um or you know i mean i've had moments where i had to go to the hospital for some reason either for work when i used to um you know do cabinetry with my in-laws uh, we worked at a lot of hospitals and i remember being in rooms and just looking around and there were so many recognizable things that um different medical equipment or um different kinds of medicines or whatever it may have been that just would take me to this dark place and um yeah and so i just i wanted you all to know that like michelle and i are characters for you guys so to speak like we we portray like you know what's beautiful and positive and and we do really feel this way i mean i'm not just saying like we're pretending or anything silly like that but you know we we have a a goal in this podcast that we want to be uplifting and positive and point people to christ um but i also want you all to understand where we're coming from we're coming from the same place that you have been we are somebody who understands the darkness and the ugliness and the horror that you all have experienced and seen and the reality of what you have been through, we understand it. And um, we choose to try to remain uplifting and positive. And there's been times where uh, this is, you know, back in the day, but where Michelle and I, one of us had a grief day and couldn't record that day. I remember one time, um, I told her, I, I don't feel like I can record today. I feel like a hypocrite. And she's like, why? And I said, well, because I'm going on there and I'm telling all these people to to look to God and to be inspiring and uplifting and all these things. And like, I don't feel that today. I feel pissed off. Excuse me for being so direct, but like, um, I'm angry. I, I'm, 
I'm not having a good day. Like I'm so sad and I just miss Lacey and um, I feel so negative and, you know, I, I don't feel like being happy and joyful right now. And I just feel like this huge hypocrite because I'm telling all these people how they need to be acting and not acting. You know what I mean? Like, like encouraging things and they need to be positive and need to look to the Lord. And like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that today. I'm not doing any of the things that I've told people to do. And she's like, that's okay. Like, you're not perfect, you know? And, um, and so we didn't record that day. But I remember for a few days, I felt like a hypocrite, like I was lying to all of you guys. Um, because like, I wasn't always those things that I told you that you should be. And um, so I just wanted to come on here and be a little bit real with you. And just, you know, let you know that like, while we are um, very much in seasons of joy and redemption for both of us, you know, she has Joel, who's an amazing man. He really is such a good man. And um, I know so many of you and myself included are extremely happy for Michelle um, and Joel for that matter. And, and I know she's really in this, like, you know, uh, just extremely excited state of mind, excuse me. And uh, I am too with Tina, honestly, like I, I was just thinking about it gosh, half an hour ago, and was just thinking how blessed I feel that the Lord brought her into my life. I, I was in this season of of extreme loneliness. And um, I think I mentioned it on here before. But when when she reached out to me, um, I was on dating apps, and um, I was sending out messages and just nobody was responding to me. And I just, I didn't understand. And I was just like, gosh, what's wrong with me? Like, what's wrong with me? Why wouldn't anybody even say hello back? And I I now personally believe, and I know this is weird. I don't care. This is what I believe. I believe that the Lord knew that Tina was the one for me and he stopped me from getting in my own way. And I think he was just sending my messages out to La La Land and that nobody was getting them because um, for how many messages I sent out, it didn't make any sense that I didn't even get a hello. Um, You know, or like, hey, thanks for the message. I'm not interested. I got nothing. And I think that the Lord was just sending those messages out into outer space because uh, he didn't want me to ruin what he had for me. And so as I think about how perfect Tina is for me and just what a beautiful soul she is and how kind and loving and sweet. And um, I'm just so thankful that nobody responded to me. And uh, so it's funny how we can like go through a season of life and it feels so upsetting at that time. And then you can look back at it and be like, gosh, I'm so thankful, Lord. I'm so thankful that um, you didn't listen to my plan. And um, so, you know, I do feel incredible gratefulness for Tina. Um, and I do feel like I'm in this season of restoration and that things are finally starting to get on track after three years, almost three years, whatever. Um, and uh, that's a huge blessing. That feels incredible. But please don't think for a second that it wasn't really hard to get to this point and that um, I haven't shed many, many tears and been angry at the world and been, you know, upset with God and um, whatever else you might be feeling. I've probably felt it, too. The things that I've seen and heard and felt are... um, and I know a lot of you have been through a lot too. Um, 
but what I've noticed in my experience is not a lot of people have experienced the same thing that I experienced. Um, it was a very different walk for a lot of us. Right. And that's one thing that, that I'm getting at is that like, and I'm not saying mine was harder or anything like that. If it sounded that way, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it was different. And in, even in knowing so many in the widowed community, um, what I went through still felt different. And so you do still kind of feel this like aloneness. And so, um, is that a word aloneness? I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, so anyways, not all rainbows and sunshine. It's not always that way. And, uh, it takes a lot of effort to get to this point. It takes a lot of, um, God, God's intervention to get to this point. And so I just like to encourage all of you to stay at it, stay at, you know, the positive thinking and leaning on the Lord. And before you know it, um, you could be at a place where you are happy again. And I just like to leave you with that. And, and hopefully that's encouraging. And hopefully, you know, it's uh, nice for some of you to hear that, you know, it's not super easy for us all the time either. It's a lot easier than it used to be, though. I'll tell you that. And it does get a lot better. Um, it doesn't mean that it's great, though. And it doesn't mean you'll ever be thankful for what happened to you. But you can choose an attitude of trying to be positive as often as possible. And it's contagious, you know? Anyways, that's uh, that's all I have for you today um, because I am almost out of time. <laughs> so thanks for listening. I'll just pray for us. Lord, I'd just like to um, thank you so much for walking me and Michelle to this point. And I'd like to pray for all of our listeners that you walk with them and you carry them when necessary through this season of life. Um, you're such a gracious God, whether we understand it or not, but we understand that you never promised us an easy life. You are still king. You are still worthy of our praise, no matter how dark, no matter how much you throw at us or that the devil throws at us, rather. Um, you're still worthy of our praise. And um, yeah, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for being such a God full of grace. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Mark out.